This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Engadget Tomorrow. I'm Imran Sheikh, and this is where you get to hear about tomorrow today. In this episode, we're talking about the future of commercial flights to space and how NASA figured out a way to save water once you're up there. After years of development, Virgin Galactic is finally ready to take paying customers. The company has confirmed that its first commercial space flight, Galactic 01, will launch between June 27th and June 30th. This inaugural mission will carry three people from Italy's Air Force and National Research Council as they conduct microgravity research. Virgin had anticipated a late June start, but hadn't committed to that window until now. The company already has follow-up flights scheduled. Galactic Zero 2 is expected to launch in early August and will carry a private crew. Virgin will fly on a monthly basis afterward, although details of future missions aren't yet available. At least, the first two flights will stream live through the company's website. Virgin conducted its last pre-commercial flight test, its fifth space flight of any kind, in late May. The company faced numerous delays and incidents getting to that point, however. The company completed its first Spaceship 2 test flights in 2013, but paused its efforts after the deadly 2014 crash of VSS Enterprise. Flight testing didn't resume until VSS Unity's glide test at the end of 2016. The firm finally reached space in 2018, but had to wait until 2021 to complete its first fully crewed spaceflight with founder Richard Branson aboard. It pushed back commercial service multiple times due to varying factors, most recently delays in upgrading the VMS EVE mothership that carries Spaceship 2 vehicles to their launch altitude. The debut is important for Virgin's business. Virgin has operated at a loss for years, losing more than $500 million just in 2022. Commercial service won't recoup those investments quickly, even at $450,000 per ticket, but it will give the company a significant source of revenue. This isn't the start of space tourism for Virgin. In that sense, it's still trailing Blue Origin. Galactic Zero One will put Virgin ahead of SpaceX, though, as that company's Starship rocket has yet to reach space and isn't expected to launch its first lunar tourist flights until late 2024 at the earliest. While Virgin is less ambitious than Elon Musk's operation, it's also achieving its goal sooner. Before commercial flights become a standard vacation, you should ask yourself if you're willing to try NASA's newest way of saving water on the ship. NASA has achieved a technological milestone that could one day play an important role in missions to the moon and beyond. This week, the space agency revealed, via Space.com, that the International Space Station's Environmental Control and Life Support System, ECLSS, is recycling 98% of all water astronauts bring on board the station. 
Functionally, you could imagine the system operating in a way similar to the still suits described in Frank Herbert's Dune. One part of the ECLSS uses advanced dehumidifiers to capture moisture the station's crew breathes and sweats out as they go about their daily tasks. Another subsystem, the imaginatively named Urine Processor Assembly, recovers what astronauts pee with the help of vacuum distillation. According to NASA, the distillation process produces water and a urine brine that still contains reclaimable H2O. The agency recently began testing a new device that can extract what water remains in the brine. And it's thanks to that system that NASA observed a 98% water recovery rate on the ISS, where previously the station was recycling about 93 to 94% of the water astronauts were bringing aboard. NASA's Christopher Brown, who is part of the team that manages the International Space Station's life support system, says, This is a very important step forward in the evolution of life support systems. Let's say you collect 100 pounds of water on the station. You lose 2 pounds of that, and the other 98% just keeps going around and around. Keeping that running is a pretty awesome achievement. Now, if the thought of someone else drinking their urine is causing you to gag, fret not. The processing is fundamentally similar to some terrestrial water distribution systems, just done in microgravity, said Joe Williamson, NASA's ECLSS water subsystems manager. The crew is not drinking urine. They are drinking water that has been reclaimed, filtered, and cleaned such that it is cleaner than what we drink here on Earth. According to Williamson, systems like the ECLSS will be critical as NASA conducts more missions beyond Earth's orbit. The less water and oxygen we have to ship up, the more science that can be added to the launch vehicle, Williamson said. Reliable, robust, regenerative systems mean the crew doesn't have to worry about it and can focus on the true intent of their mission. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Today's show featured journalism by Engadget contributors Joe Fingus and Igor Bonifacic and was produced by Spoken Layer. I'm Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more tomorrow. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.